What is going on, everyone? This is Tanner Mullen with the Trade Thrive Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about leadership, growing a team from within, and avoiding the problems that come with just running a business off of subcontractors. Stay tuned. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? This is Tanner Mullen with the Trade Thrive Podcast. Welcome back. And if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome here. In this episode today, I want to discuss you know, something that's so important to me. And we're going to talk about leadership and growing your team from within. Now, you know, I get a lot of criticism, not necessarily criticism, just opposition about you know the employee model and the and, and the subcontractor model and especially in the painting business and a lot of trades you know offer uh you know obviously you know lean heavier toward the subcontractor model and i want to first break down what it is and where that came from because you know you got to think a subcontractor relationship okay is supposed to be an independent relationship in other words if you're operating with subcontractors it's sort of like like if you were a general contractor okay if you're building a house you know, that is a proper subcontract relationship. They come in, do their job and leave. They come in, do their job and leave. They come in, do their job and leave. Now, a lot of painting businesses and other contracting trades just get so comfortable with this subcontractor thing. Um, and it's not right. And one thing that I that I think that they lack, and, and we're not going to get into the legal details or anything like that, but one thing I think that uh, these companies are missing out on is the ability to grow a team and, and the ability to uh, to grow camaraderie and loyalty to their brand because they're just so dependent on subcontractors when if you had employees, um, you know, you have those those wonderful things that only just translate to a better experience for your customer, you know? Um, so I'm going to talk about building your team from within. And I also want to get into how to grow your team to be independent of you. So I, you guys, if you have listened to really some of the things that I've said in some of the videos on Instagram or anything like that, one video in particular, I talk about how, you know, delegating is key, getting yourself out of the business should be the goal. And really, let's boil down what exactly that is, because some people think like, why would I want to get out of my own business? You know, and that's not what I want you to do. It's just, you know, you have to understand something. You as the business owner, uh, you do everything. You know, you you do sales, you do marketing, you do production. And if you're in a position where you really are doing everything by yourself, you know, we want to get you out of that. But maybe you have one or two team members. But if you really wrote down every single task that you do, which I recommend you do, it would be worth the 20 minutes or so. You know, um, do you go pick out colors? Do you input the colors? Do you input, you know, do you deposit the checks? That's another thing. Do you, um, you know, do you do the final walk around? Do you go back and do touch ups? I mean, there's so many things and you can only be one place at once. You know, I mean, you can't be two places at one time and that's just not going to happen. But we can get as close to that idea as possible. So what do I mean by being two places at once? Well, you train someone up to do something as close as possible to the standard of which you do it. And, 
you know, that's why you have management in place to ensure that that standard is being met. And then your job is to manage the managers. Okay. So kind of want to break that down, but that's what these guys who do subcontractors are, are missing is they're missing that team atmosphere. Now, yeah, at a certain level, maybe they'll get it because, you know, I know that some companies who do over a million stuff like that, they uh, have project managers that are employees and they have office admin that are employees and everyone just manages all the subs. And I get that, but I'm, I'm really talking about those of you who have just subs and you really haven't ventured into employees and maybe you've gotten hurt by employees or maybe you just don't know how to go that route. But I'm just talking about the intangibles here, about how great it is to have a team and how to build your own team from within. Because ultimately what I have, and those of you who know a little bit about my painting business, I have two teams of five. And it's essentially like I could call them subcontractors if I wanted to. Um, it's just the the classification is how I'm paying them and how loyal they are to my brand. That's the only difference. Okay. So for me, it's like, yeah, I created two teams of five. I built them from the ground up. Was it harder in the beginning? Yeah. I didn't have a team of five come to me and say they need work. I had to literally build each one. I had to, you know, compare personalities to see who I want to work with who. And right now, you know, we're at a point where we're thriving in a sense that the, the system's working. And the teams, you know, they celebrate victories together. And those of you who listened to my my uh, my last one of my last episodes about the botched job, they, you know, obviously they go through defeats together. And and that is part of growth. And one principle of leadership that I think a lot of business owners miss is that, well, it really just depends on your character type and, and your personality type. But one major thing that a lot of leaders miss out on is the fact that your job as a leader is to create leaders, right? So, you know, I would say that my managers who I have, you know, they weren't managers at their previous jobs, okay? They they weren't, they never managed a painting business before. I know that for a fact. So when I saw their character, I said, you know what? This is somebody that I can mold to be a manager the way I want them to be a manager. And that is what my focus was. So the, in the very beginning, when I first started my business, I had this, I had two guys, right? And I was doing subcontractors because I wasn't really educated on everything. And it was an easy way to get started. I had a, a guy who, uh, and, and by subcontractor, I mean, this one guy who knew how to paint and, you know, I just paid him, you know, 1099. Um, and that didn't sustain, you know, for obvious reasons. He wasn't loyal to me. He was passing out his business card and, you know, the things that we all run into. Um, and he had brought along a helper. And this helper uh, was was a really good helper. Uh, he he was just on he was on it, a clean cut, nice guy. And they were kind of like a team. And I was working alongside them sometimes, trying to get our jobs done. And I got to know this kid. And you know, after about two months and just kind of dealing with headaches with you know the the other guy who was like the lead on that little two man team. You know, I was like, you know what, I have to I have to switch gears. I can't run my business this way. I can't sustain this way. I have to switch gears. So I said, you know what. I'm going to take whoever I want and whoever, you know, wants to come with me and uh, make them employees. So I actually gave them both the option. And the, the guy who I was paying to 99, he was obviously not for it, you know, but this helper kid, he was, he's like, oh, I'll do it, you know. But with that, it came the responsibility that, okay, I have to now when I transition someone to W2, now I have the 100% responsibility to keep this guy busy. And that's the biggest fear that a lot of contractors have is they can't keep their team busy. But I will tell you that once you have the pressure to keep someone busy, that's when, you know, you become super resourceful. So I always say, like, the best time to hire is when you don't need someone. Uh, and it's true. Every time I've hired somebody, it's always been like, man, can I, 
can I really take on someone? And the answer has usually been like, oh, I don't know, but, you know, let's go after it. And when I do, you know, I just have this different level of resourcefulness. I, I am more eager to follow up. I'm more eager to close jobs. I'm more eager to push the limit. So anyway, that's the responsibility that came with bringing this person on as an employee. So, you know, when I started my business again, that's kind of the way I see it is like once I actually made that my standard, it was just me and this kid side by side. And I'm like, all right, I have to start bringing people in. So I brought in one more person. So it was me, this kid, and another person. And, you know, I had to go out and I had to do estimates. And I noticed that this kid had some, you know, he had some leadership in him. I mean, he would take control of a situation. He wasn't the most outspoken person. He definitely wasn't the most skilled painter. And I didn't care about that. I just wanted somebody that could follow instructions, right? So that's what you should be looking at for in your leaders is somebody that can follow instructions. And, you know, there's some people that have ingrained habits that have to be molded and developed. And, you know, I talked about in the botched job episode about character, you know, character is the foundation. Okay. You're not going to be able to change someone's character, who they are as a person, but you will be able to change their habits if you are persistent enough. So that is the goal for you as a business owner and as somebody who is developing leaders is to pinpoint habits and identify them and help them see them for themselves and give them the opportunity to change those habits. And whether they take that opportunity or not, that is when you make the decision whether to keep them employed or you let them go. So this person was, you know, he was somebody with some good character. He showed up on time you know, clean cut, he did what it was told. And then when I brought someone else on to the business, um, as like a, a helper for him, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. I have two employees now. This is great. So I left the job. I would go do my estimates. I'd come back and I'd be like, great. So we're working as a team now, us three, you know, I'm the, I'm the lead right now, but I'm molding this person to become the lead. So I'd be like, all right, so this is what we have to do next. This is what we have to do next. And I would literally outline everything the night before for this kid. I'd send him like a freaking paragraph text message. All right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do the doors here first. I want you to do this first. I want you to do this. And if she asks about this, I want you to do this. And I want you to do this. Like I put that much effort into it because I was training him to think like me. And let's get back to where I was in the beginning of this episode here is that I was training him to help me be two places at once. Okay. That was the key. So as a leader, you should be looking to develop leaders. That is your only goal. Okay. Because ultimately you can only go so far if you can't trust your team. And the only reason why you can't trust people is because you haven't trained them to do what you do. A lot of business owners have trouble giving up control of certain things. You know, for me, you know, I encourage, you know, look, he was an average painter, but I let him make his mistakes and I'd just go back and fix him if I had to. Um, so we got to the point where, my business was getting some notoriety at the local paint store. They saw that we were, you know, doing a lot of work. You know, I was selling jobs left and right. And, you know, uh, a really good painter heard about us and he called me and I hired him and that elevated my game tremendously. This guy was awesome. But what was even better is I found somebody that can, you know, level out myself so I don't have to be at the jobs as much. I had somebody that could spray. I had somebody that can cut. I had somebody that can caulk. And, and he knew all these things. He's been painting for 30 years. So now I have this team of three. And I'm like, great. So this this one individual that was once a helper making $11 an hour has become my lead guy and is managing the way that I want him to manage. You know, communication was huge. I'd call him, you know, every two hours just to see where we were. And you know, these are the growing pains that I went through, but this is how I've developed leaders. And going back to what I said, you know, long story short, going back to what I said, 
you have to monitor habits. You know, if habits can't be broken after many times of, um, you know, reprimanding and, and staying on top of them, sometimes you have to move on. And that individual uh, has to move on. But I at least had the formula for how I was going to mold the next person. And I went, that's exactly what I did. I molded someone else who was working with us. Um, he started as a crew leader and then now he's the supervisor. He actually goes on estimates for us and he, um, you know, supervises both jobs that we have because we only run two jobs at a time. Um, we only run two jobs at a time. And what we do is, you know, obviously we have those bigger teams. So for me, um, you know, we're at a point now where, you know, I just focus heavily on the leadership aspect of uh, the business. And I focus on, you know, the the differences in what, you know, for, for contractors specifically, okay, what is what is the hurdle that's stopping you from growing a team within? Because, you know, if you're at a, a stage where you're doing one to 400, maybe $500,000, you know, you, you're really probably running into issues with your subcontractors at, at some point, if you've been doing it for two years, maybe they're inconsistent. Maybe you're just kind of like tired of them. Maybe you just feel like you don't have control. All those factors could be avoided if you just start developing your own team, you know? So, uh, there's a famous quote out there, hire for character, train for skill. That's what I believe in tremendously. And I think that, um, you know, it's a great motto for hiring. So that's what I got for you today. So just, uh, you know, keep that in the back of your head as you as you work with your team. Look for your leaders. Look for somebody that does just a little bit more than everyone else. Try to mold them to take your position in the company. And that allows you to grow, maybe grow another team or just, you know, build someone from within. And what I've learned is, is when you build your team up, when you build people up to be more than what they are, even if they're not that right now, they're going to strive to be what it is that you're building them up to be. So that's what I got for you. This is Tanner with Trade Thrive. If you haven't uh, heard this already, guys, I'm starting something new. It's called PocketCloser.com. Let me really quick tell you what it is. So essentially, everyone asks, a lot of people ask, how much do I need to estimate X, Y, Z for? Okay. So what Pocket Closer does is essentially we set you up with a coach. So I have three coaches right now. Awesome guys. Each have done over 5 million in sales um, in their respective trade. Okay. So they know what they're doing, right? So that's the first part. You're going to connect with them. And then right before you go into an estimate, you're going to call them on video chat, explain what the estimate is, what the scope of work is, all that good stuff. Now, once you go into the estimate, you're going to get as much information as possible. And then uh, you're going to come back into your car and you're going to get on a video chat with your coach and he's going to help you hash out pricing and he's going to help give you negotiation tactics to help you close the deal on the spot. So it's super cool. We've been getting great feedback on it so far. We've already done three or four. We just started it last week and we actually had a bunch of people sign up for more estimates. So it's free. So just if you want to try it, please do, because I'm really just trying to test please do because I'm just trying to test the system. Um, but if you if you want to try it, yeah, that would be great. Just give it a shot. It's free. It's really cool. And I think it's a really cool way that we can elevate the trade with helping with pricing and negotiation. And it's really just having that personal sales coach on the go in the car, coaching you through the sale, which is like awesome. Like I wish I had that when I was first starting because everyone has problems with estimating and you know, the selling aspect is a beast of its own. So Thank you guys again for watching. You guys are great. Or excuse me, listening. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. 
And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.